Love Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. Find the negative. Latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mister In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum. Bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones. Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with your co-host, Monica Renee, of Topics and Issues. Hey, Monica, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Katrina? Monica, I am good. I'm, I'm very good. Hey, I'm very happy. I successfully got through finals, and so did you, right? Yes, I'm so excited that that chapter is over with. Right. So if we were next to each other, I would give you a high five. <laughs> I'd give Thank you a high you, five. Katrina. Thanks, Monica. <laughs> yeah. Well, Monica, um, today I am I'm very, very excited um, because, you know, we have a, a special guest on, um, and our topic, our, our show topic today is, does money and wealth um, equal does money does money and resources equal wealth? And and I think that's such a great topic because um throughout our uh, topic sessions throughout the year, uh, we've been talking about um the importance of um you know uh knowing the difference between are you working for a living or are you working for a life and you know, we've just been really exploring that topic in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, um, I would like our listening audience to join us as we welcome our special guest, Brian Jones of, of Brian Jones Gallery. Uh, Brian Brian says that he never imagined being an artist. It, it sort of happened. His father bought him a guitar at the age of 14, and he practiced four to eight hours a day, writing music and playing in bands, became his passion. He also learned about recording, engineering, and producing. He did his first painting in 1999 and says that it wasn't very good, but he kept at it. Because he loved he loved it, and after a few years, he started selling some of his pieces. That inspired Brian to look at art as a serious career. He began displaying his work in shows and eventually opened his very own art gallery. Now, Brian believes that practicing his practice of meditation, which he's been doing since the age of 12, has really helped him to develop a passion and a persistence um, to do the things that, that he loves. 
the music representative um, or rep- yeah, representative specializing in music production technology and and audio di- and digital audio recording to successful artist and business owner, Brian truly believes that we should all ask ourselves the question: Does money and resources equal wealth? Um, and Brian, I would like to thank you so much for being on our show today. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Katrina and Monica Renee. It's uh, uh, very kind of you to invite me on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. And, Brian, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to um, invite you onto the show was because, you know, you and I, we were talking one day, and we were talking about your, your art gallery, but as we began to talk about the business, um, you know, something came out of that, and it was your very unique spirituality and, and perspective of of prosperity and, 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 and wealth and, and what what is wealth really. And um you know, a lot of times when we want to begin to um to, to start a our, our own business or uh when it, when we are developing our careers or when we're in the thick of our careers, a lot of times we can really lose sight of of um you know what's important, and 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 so um, I'm just happy and excited that that we're going to explore um, that topic. Um, and so, Brian, the first question that I'd like to ask you is, um, you know, um, well, first I'd like to ask you. You know, I, I've read something about your bio, but I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm. Well, you know, I've had a a life of. Um sort of many many travels you know uh, both business wise and uh uh you know and spiritually as well and um explored a lot of different things i think the one main influence for me if i look to my father's life you know when he was young he was a golden gloves boxing champion and then after he did that he became a, an opera singer and he sang with the chicago opera company then he went on to become a uh, professional photographer, and uh, my mother and uh, he and my mother went to California to Hollywood, and they photographed all the big stars in their day. And then, as you know, after I was born and my father got older, then uh, he uh, worked at the Federal Reserve Bank in downtown Cleveland. But when he retired, you know, he took up making um, jewelry. Uh, silversmithing, and he got really good at it and was selling his jewelry. And when I looked at my my own life, it sort of mimicked his because, you know, he never said, I wish I would have done that. He just always just did whatever his passion was. And he accomplished so many things in life. And, and you know, to me, that, that's been such an important lesson. It's, uh, for me, I, I'm always on to the next thing. I mean, we can do we can do so many different things and there's there's never a cutoff point if we always keep that positive outlook and positive uh you know willpower towards uh you know whatever our vision is for our own life or that we discover for our own life or where it leads us uh you know we can fulfill those things hmm. nice nice well Brian, that <laughs> I I I agree with that. I, I really do. And um yeah, that that's really interesting because, you know, Monica 
um, I am a practicer of the of the law of attraction, and, and Monica is learning about the law of attraction and then beginning to incorporate some of those principles. So, um, you know, really interesting. Yeah. So, Brian, um, that kind of leads me into that kind of leads me into um, a question that I'd like to ask you. Um, yeah. Is there a difference? Um, do you think there's a difference between wealth and money? Well, I do. I mean. You know, money, I think, is, you know, one definition. And wealth can mean so many different things. Uh, I've been fortunate to travel around the world uh, and visit a lot of different places. And in, in my travels, I've seen so many people who have had very little or no money, and yet they mm-hmm. were happy. <laughs> they were content. Mm-hmm. They were at peace. Uh, they weren't wanting for, for anything. And they weren't desiring any more than what they needed to live. And it, I learned so much from that, you know. But on the, on the other, other hand, too, I've known, you know, many people with plenty of money, and yet they're often unhappy, you know, or they're still striving for, for more money, you know, without taking the time to really appreciate, you know, the, the real wealth that we already have. And the real wealth that we have really has got to come from our own soul, our own heart. You know, it's got to be really fulfilling at the core level. Mm-hmm. That's I like true. That. That's true. Um, okay, well, Brian, do you believe that wealth is a reflection of someone's values? Well, I, I think in some cases I think yes um I mean really we're the ones who place value on things I mean let's mm-hmm. look at gold for example yeah. you know for for thousands of years you know people have given it a value but what is it really you know it's just another mineral <laughs> you know we value it because of its we value it because of its rarity and its scarcity you know but you know on, on the other hand you know there's human values you know love empathy charity and these are things that multiply, you know, when we give them, when we embrace them. You know, but with material possessions, you know, it's a funny thing. It, it, for everything we own, it owns us right back. You know, like we buy a new car, you know, we're afraid to park it. You know, we buy a, a new thing, you know, we're afraid to leave it or we're afraid it, we might lose it, you know. So everything we buy materially, you know, it also owns us. So, uh, you know, there's different ways of looking at at how we value things, you know, what's valuable. Mm. Wow, I think I think that was really powerful, Brian. Mm-hmm. For everything we oh. own, it owns us right back. Uh, it, I, I really love that. And, yeah, and that, that really resonates with me because, um, you know, when you talk about wealth or abundance, you know, for me, um, I, I'm hearing um, – kind of like um, happiness or, you know, tranquility because, if you know, I can say um, money. If I had enough money, I'd be happy. Or, um, you know, if I had, you know, this or if I had that, it would make me happy. But a lot of times when we're seeking after possessions, once we have it, we're on to the next possession that we can own. <laughs> exactly. We're trying to fulfill something inside that... You know, I mean, and the thing about happiness, you know, happiness really is not a goal. It's a result. And if we hold happiness, if we hold happiness as a goal, 
we're always going to be disappointed because it's an ever-receding goal. It's always right out of touch, you know, but if we live our life in a way where we're developing our inner uh, wealth and abundance, then happiness is a result of that. (laughs) It comes to us. It seeks us. That's true. Wow. Interesting. Well, well, Brian, um, what did it take for you to transition um, from looking for, or what did it take for you to transition from working for others to working for yourself? Or have you always worked for yourself? Uh, it's been a it's been a little bit of both, but I think I think early on I sort of had this entrepreneurial spirit. You know, I you know when I was just a kid, I was you know out painting houses and you know uh, oh gee for a while I even had a little business raising uh, bonsai trees and <laughs> and just fun things. And you know then I, I I had several jobs and I worked as a sales rep in the music industry where. You know, I represented about uh, 18 different manufacturers of professional recording equipment. So, you know, that was a tough job because I had basically 18 different bosses all at the same time that all all wanted to know, you know, what I had done, you know, for them this week. And uh, I did that for about 12 years, and that was a really good experience. But, you know, when when that sort of changed and I transitioned out of that, you know, I found that – even though I was sort of working for myself too, I found that when I got into, you know, painting and uh, back to my creative side, and I found that I could make a living doing that, uh, I just it was a surprise to me, and it was so much more fulfilling. It wasn't like I was just selling a, another box, you know, uh, the same box, the same product over and over again. Here I was able to create put my heart into something, my soul into something, and uh, people were appreciating it to the point they they wanted to buy it. They wanted to bring it into their home, you know, and, and have it, uh, you know, affect their lives and their, their home and, you know, their families. And it's very been very rewarding. So it's been a, it's been a transition for sure to get to that point, but mm-hmm. well worth all of the effort and the hardships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Brian, from a business perspective, what is the most rewarding thing um, about being an artist? Hmm. I'll I'll give you an example, and this sort of relates to what I just said a little bit. But when my wife and I moved back to Cleveland, I think it was 2002, we um, we were just making a go of this art thing, and and we were at Great Northern Mall. And we saw that there was a vacant store in the middle of the mall, and it was getting towards Thanksgiving. And we checked into it, and, you know, we decided, you know, let's make a go of this. You know, even though the rent was outrageously high, we said, let's rent this place from Thanksgiving through the end of the year. We're going to set up a gallery, and just let's try it and see what happens. And we went in there, and within a week we painted the place, we put in lighting, we transformed the whole inside, and I had an instant art gallery for the first time. And that Christmas time, we saw literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people came through, and I sold so many prints of my of my artwork and paintings and so many things. And what really got to me, and this was almost a life-changing experience, what really got to me was Christmas morning when I woke up, it it hit me, wow, this morning 
there's probably hundreds of people who are receiving a gift of one of my prints or one of my paintings. And I was just blown away by how powerful that was. You know, I, I hadn't really thought about it from that perspective. And it really touched me. You know, it changed it changed the way I looked at things, especially business. Mm, that's interesting. Well, you know, you 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 know, I hear um as you're talking and, and this is one thing that I love about talking to you is that um you know, there's always um uh, I always hear balance, you know. I, you know, as you talk about the business aspect of what you do, I always hear um, you uh, incorporating um, some spirituality in it, um, you know. Yes. And mm-hmm, and so I want to ask you, um, <clears throat> how have you integrated your spiritual path with your business life? Right. Well, you know, my um, in my path. I mean, one of my spiritual teachers had a beautiful lesson. He said that, you know, we have to be like a bird with two wings. And one wing is the material wing, and the other wing is a spiritual wing. And we have to to flap both of those wings equally in order for us to fly straight. Because if either of those wings is flapping too hard, what happens is we just fly around in a circle. And we can fly around in a circle spiritually, and we can fly around in a circle materially. So it's really important to bring those things together. And for me, I found, you know, I've been, as you mentioned earlier, I've been doing meditation, and I'm a spiritual person, and I've been meditate every morning for an hour and every evening for a half an hour every single day. I've been doing it for 40 years. And, you know, I, I find that... Um, really instead of me bringing spirituality into my life, I'm finding that my life is spirituality. Mm-hmm. And every transaction, be it, you know, business or, you know, meeting people, different connections, I mean, everything is like, uh, it, it's now like kind of like a gift, you know, back to me, you know. <laughs> instead of me trying to go out and get something, I feel like I'm the receiver all the time, you know. Uh, so it's really uh, given me a balance. Uh, when times get rough, I don't worry about it as much. Not that I don't have some worries because they're always out there. But, you know, you learn to get to the eye of the storm, you know, and you may have the storm going all around, but inside, you know, you can get into that center and and there's peace there. And the world might be going all around you and your thoughts, but inside there's a, a centeredness and that sort of balance has really helped me in all aspects of my life. It's been great. Wow. Brian, I I think that's really interesting because, um, like, this year I've been um, exercising, and one of the the things that I want to incorporate, I want to add to the exercise that I'm doing, is a yoga or some kind of Tai Chi, something that I can just kind of purposefully be, you know, kind of steal myself. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so we all got to we all got to do that. I mean, you know, I mean, you know what meditation really is? It's a way to consciously rest the mind. 
mm-hmm. because we know our mind is is we got no control over it. It's just going, 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 and you know that after a crazy day, you know we get in bed at night and the mind is racing, racing, racing. We don't sleep well. You know we get up and you know we're still thinking about the day before. Like the mind is always either thinking about you know the past or the future, but rarely are we ever just living in the present moment. And for that, you know, it takes some a little bit of practice and discipline you know, to bring that about, but it's certainly well worth the effort. Hmm. Okay, okay. And Brian, um, with art, art seems to be about connection. Um, what, are, what are different ways um, that you connect with people through your art, like as far as sharing your stories or, you know, just sharing different experiences with people through your art? What are some of the ways that you connect with people? Well, you know, I've done so many things. I mean, from the business side of it, you know, not only have I had my own gallery, uh, which I did I did close my physical location this past July and focusing more online, but uh, I had my gallery for, you know, seven years. And, uh, you know, I saw probably, who knows, tens of thousands of people. And uh, then there were other things that I would do, too, besides you know, my online presence, I would go out and, you know, do do shows and host events and find ways to get out and get to the public because really, let's face it, if you're going to, it's nice to paint paintings, but if you're going to do it as a living, you really have to approach it from a business perspective. And so, you know, because I was in sales and marketing for so long, I had that background. And I found that uh, I, I found creative ways uh, without investing a lot of money to go out and, and meet people and meet the public, whether it's a mall show or I even did a show out at uh, Mustard Seed, uh, uh, you know, which is at like a Whole Foods almost, you know, it's out on the east side. And um, I did a show there, put on it my own art show, and it was very successful. And So I had to really, you know, find ways to interact with the public. And by doing so, you know, people started you know, seeing, you know, the – the work I was doing, and also the pro- progression of work that I was doing, because a lot of the things I do, they're very diverse. I mean, I have things that are spiritual things. I have still lifes. I have landscapes. I paint abstracts and do corporate work as well. And, you know, over time, I found, and I was very lucky about this, I found that people were starting to collect my, my paintings. And I have many, most of my clients who have bought one painting now own more than one painting. And that's been a real uh, surprise to me and a real real blessing. I have couples that even have like 16 paintings, 12 paintings, you know, 10 paintings. So uh, that was, uh, I found that, you know, by expressing myself through my art, that people would just have a heart connection with it. They could feel it. It's not like I always had to explain my work. People could somehow feel through the paintings themselves, you know, what I was, what I was thinking or feeling. So that's what I've been doing. Hmm. You know, Brian, I want to um touch I, I want to touch back on um meditation because as I heard mm-hmm. you speaking about it um earlier, in my mind I'm thinking to myself, you know, meditation is a way for you know what I heard you say is that the mind has a way of just going 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 going. It really never shuts down or stops. Right. So when you are like a high-powered business person having to make 
decisions all the time, you know, having mm-hmm. to have responsibility, you know, for, uh, you know, whether things, uh, you know, are successful or not. Um, you know, as a parent, you know, having to always uh, make, you know, the best choices, um, you know, as you can or just, you know, just in, in day-to-day life, there there's always so much going on. You know, I, I it helped me to, as you were talking, it kind of helped me to see um, meditation um, from a different perspective. And so, you know, I want to ask you, what do you receive? Um, and you spoke a little bit towards this question, but I want to ask you again, um, what do you receive from spending so much time um, meditating? Right. Well, yeah, people on the surface, you know, might look at it and kind of wondering, you know, why you would be sitting there, you know, with your eyes closed for an hour at a time. I mean, it seems like a almost impossible to do that. And at first it is impossible to do it. You know, you have to work up to it. But, but you know, what what you receive from it is, I mean, it's so much, it's more than... Uh, you know, to me, it's it's an inner wealth. Uh, it's an investment in my inner self, and because you're you're drawing your attention inwards, which is an infinite space inside. So what you're gaining is infinite uh, in quality. Whereas everything we're doing outside with our senses, everything that we're trying to achieve, it to to get. You know, they're finite. They're, it's just it's just a number of things. You know, it's a number of it's an interaction. It's a uh, you know it's an emotional investment. You know, but this inner investment we're investing in something that is our inner infinite resource. And when we can draw upon that, and it takes some time to learn how to do it, but it's well worth it when you can draw upon that. You know, I mean, it 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 brings that presence out. Uh, into your daily life, into your values, into your character, all of that it starts to to permeate and become a, a, a it becomes a permanent uh, presence with you, and mm-hmm. it's it's powerful and it makes handling all of these other things, uh, you know, you, you do it from a calm perspective and whenever we do something from a centered calm place, you know, we're not doing it out of reaction, you know, so we're not reactive. Mm-hmm. We can be we can be proactive, and we can be clear. And you know, I think in all things we do in life, you know, we will do them more efficiently, more effectively if we do it from that calm and clear place. And that's why I spend so much time doing it. <laughs> okay, you know that that is that has helped me to view meditation in a whole different perspective. So thank you for that. Sure. Okay, and uh, Brian, you um, can you actually tell us about the book that you are writing? Um, it's called A Memoir of My Spiritual Journey. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Mm, I can tell you a little bit about it. It's it's uh, that's the working title. That's not the uh, the uh, the official title. It's something I've been working on for you know a couple of years now, and I hope to finish it next year. But um, I'm writing about. Uh, my spiritual memoir uh, from when I was a kid growing up uh, and all the different experience I've had, 
uh, with spirituality in, in, in life uh, in so many different ways. And, you know, traveling around the world, I've been so many different countries and I've met so many interesting people and I've met spiritual teachers and spiritual masters. And I'm, I'm writing about all of those experiences. It's been a very rich, um, what can I say, uh, I don't know, uh, just a, a rich life. I, I feel sometimes like I've lived ten lives in one, you know. <laughs> so that's what I'm writing about. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be upbeat. It's going to be you know uh, somewhat adventurous. It's going to have a lot of components to it. So I think people will enjoy it. Okay. Brian, tell us how can we reach you. Or how can we go about viewing um, your artwork um, and your your beautiful um, online um, studio? Sure. Well, there's two websites I have, and uh, I'll, I'll give you those. The first one is brianjonesart.com, and that's B-R-I-A-N-J-O-N-E-S-A-R-T.com. And that site is a, um, uh, what can I say, it it allows you to just focus on the artwork itself. Uh, You can see over 250 paintings that I've done in so many different styles on there. And the other website I have, which I've worked on diligently for the past year, is called brianjonesgallery.com. And that is a completely different website. It's a shopping cart site where I show a lot of uh, design ideas with my prints and my paintings uh, and how they work in different people's homes. And also you can actually go on my site and you can uh, pick my prints in different sizes and you can mat and frame them uh, yourself right on the site and create your own designs. So it's a very interactive site and it's a, it's a lot of fun to uh, to play around on there. So I you know, suggest people have a look at both of those. Nice. I, I've gone to the website and it is absolutely beautiful. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian, uh, one last question. Um, as we're moving into sure. the new year, what advice would you like to share with uh, any of our listeners? Yeah. Well. I mean, look, let's let's face it, though, the world's kind of in a difficult place. And, you know, we're clearly, you know, in a, in a moment of change, I think, in a lot of different levels. Um, you know, while everyone, you know, we talk about abundance, abundance has kind of been the, the buzzword of the past couple of years, and there's so many books written about it and, and lectures and whatnot. You know, in the coming year, you know, for me, I really – I'm embracing the idea of abundance, but really with the the idea to be sure to include everyone um, in our positive thoughts and affirmations. You know, I mean, the divine, what I call the divine source, you know, is infinite, and it's just as easy for that source to bless each of us with abundance as it is to bless all of us. So for me going forward, and I hope for all of us, you know, we just – you know, whenever we're making our positive affirmations and, you know, prayers uh, and, and and inviting that abundance into our life, that we're inviting it into all of our lives at the same time. Uh, because uh, whatever we see really isn't 
only for us, uh, but whatever we receive, we should take what we need and let the rest flow. And if we did that, the entire world would actually be abundant. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I can add just one last thing, you know, there, there's an old saying, uh, God works in mysterious ways. That is not true. I like mm-hmm. to think God works in obvious ways. We're just not paying attention. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Ryan, I I want to thank you um, for coming on our show and um, and sharing um, who you are and, and what you do. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, I... Um, my life has been um, blessed um, since I've met you and for knowing you. And and I just appreciate you um, blessing the show and, and our listening audience with um, with your insights, you know, with mm. your insights. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank and, you um, so much. And uh, blessings to everybody for a, for a better new year. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we are um, going. Mm-hmm, we're going to bring our show to an end, and we want to thank you, our listening audience, for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you. Um, if you like our show, spread the good news. And you can also email us with topics you'd like to hear at kjones at prosperitylifecoach.com. Please join us again next Sunday at 6.30 p.m. for another edition. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with your co-host, Monica Renee, of Topics and Issues, wishing you a great week. Monica, you have a great week, and you also, Brian. Thank you. You too. Have a good week, everybody. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Don't mess with Mr. In Between.